welcome to Conversations, a show where we record conversations we were going to have anyway and upload it to the internet. I'm one of your hosts, Eddie, along with my bro, with the most below, Sheps. How's it going, bro? It's going good. How's it going? It's going fantastic because we got back a little while ago from EGX 2019 here in London and we played a ton of games, a lot of really cool things, saw a lot of awesome people, played a lot of awesome games, including Overwatch on the Switch, which was hella fun on stage right now. But chief among which, which we're going to be talking about today... We got to see a little behind-closed-door scene from Death Stranding. Yeah, we did. And uh, we didn't get to play anything. It was a narrated section of the game to give you a little bit more insight into the game. I say that with like heavy air quotations yeah. because it, it. Yeah, you're gonna find out soon what exactly what that did to yeah. us. But let's talk a little bit about that so the guys at home can see, can understand exactly what we got to experience and maybe they can get a better insight into this game. Give me your first impressions after that. That little bit. I'm still more confused. Yes. Every everything I find out about Death Stranding makes me more confused. Yes. And I mm-hmm. have more questions now. Like we learned about there's this social aspect to things. Yeah. So it looks like you play in a solo world. The world's like dead. There's nothing there except mm-hmm. you, you know, Norman Regis, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. Just before you continue on that bit, the whole world is supposed to feel like it's death. Apocalypse. Everyone has yeah. died because of these these Things yeah. in the sky of killing everybody, and you're completely alone. Occasional people every now and again, yeah. or, or bad guys, right? Exactly. And it looks like other people sort of like ghost inhabit the same world. Mm-hmm. So let's say we're playing our own games, yes, uh, but we're like friends or whatever. If there's a gap, I can lay a ladder across it and then yeah. walk across it, and then it'll say Shep's Shep's ladder. Yeah, and then you can come up to it. You'll never be able to see me. It looks like, but yeah. you'll see my ladder, and then you can like. The action. So you can be like, oh, Sheps laid this ladder. Like, uh, that was really useful. Like. Thank you, like. Yeah. And the one they showed, this thing had like a hundred likes. Like, lots of people have yes. used this ladder. Yes. Okay. But if we can't ever interact, what's the point of the social ranking? Yes. And that's the thing that was really interesting. Well, really weird it's, about it. It's a cool concept. But yeah. why? Especially. Why, Kojima? I'm more confused. <laughs> I'm more confused. And I'm even more confused because. I thought it was a solo game, mm-hmm. but it's got the social aspect. It looks like the social aspect's really important because as he got further, as they got further in the thing, that same dude, Joe, whatever, who'd been yeah. putting stuff down, had some badass stuff there. Yes. I, I'm this more video confused. should just be titled "Why Kojima." I'm more confused. That's yeah. what it should be titled that, right there. I'm saying I'm gonna edit it before you upload it. Oh, That's there you what go. Tells Why Kojima? <laughs> Yeah, so that was essentially, that was the most strangest part to me because, like I said in the beginning, I wanted to make sure I got that point out there. You feel, and the whole world has got that feeling and that look that you're completely alone. Empty, lonely. Barren sort of place. There were a lot lot of nice touches though. Like, um, so you have upgrades to the exoskeleton and stuff. But something that happened that I don't think enough people really paid enough attention to was his feet. Like, his boots degrade. Yeah. Because he's walking everywhere. Exactly. Everything's sort of degradable. Like, right. So, because the rain is like a bit like acid, it yeah. degrades stuff and whatnot. So, you then, like, I guess, like, your hoodie right. gets degraded, your shoes get degraded on the floor. But part of, like, so, something about playing The Last of Us on Grounded, mm-hmm. where, like, you get half a pair of dirty boxes and a broken scissors. Yeah, exactly, right? And, and one <coughs> bullet for a gun you don't have. Yes. And yeah. suddenly you're a millionaire, right? You've won the lottery. You could take on the entire apocalypse yourself. Exactly. Just, I got this one bullet, bro. <laughs> for a gun you don't even have. So, 
in the same way, like if you're alone in the middle of nowhere and your boots break down and you're losing health because you know that your feet hurt, or whatever. Yeah. And it's just you. You're screwed. Yeah. So it builds. It adds to that. Like, oh, there's more stuff that I need to be thinking about and managing, mm-hmm. yeah. which I like. I just wish I knew what was going on. And then on top of that, like you said, and then they have this social aspect where people have laid out ladders for you and they've left like they've dropped. I don't know power stations. Yeah, power stations. They've also dropped items on the floor that you can then pick up. There's stations where you can pick up exoskeletons. And I'm like, this game is supposed. You're supposed to be alone. You've really made it feel like I'm alone in this world. And then there's this. Yeah, like for that ladder. Like for that station. I I wasn't 100, percent and I couldn't quite see the subtitles because some dude who was very large and had a very big head was sat in front of me, and it's all in Japanese. It was all narrated from uh, Hideo Kojima, and he only speaks Japanese, and it was subtitles, but. It wasn't like leveled like in a cinema. It was just everybody on the it same wasn't, level. Yeah, and I, yeah. I was like... Yeah, you were looking, but at least you're like a bit tall. I'm like, ah, forget it. Yeah, yeah. And then like, also, I'll just look at the pretty pictures. There was also my five-year-old reading as well. So I get halfway through the sentence and then he's finished it. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> what do I get? <laughs> anyway, you so <coughs> It's interesting because it looked like... Um, there's a scene where uh, Norman Regis gets somewhere and has to swap some loot for some other loot. Right? Yeah. And he dropped the box. It looked like that went into our like ghost compatible world yeah so like i could, shared world exactly so so it seems that let's say you go and loot something mm-hmm. and you drop something i'll come back for it and i walk along uh i can steal it yeah and then you don't have it anymore which could be interesting that was the thing they didn't say, as far as i could tell anyway as in my slow reading and whatnot they didn't say that you couldn't take that back yeah. Or it still or it would disappear from your world or anything like right. that. But you have to imagine, right? I mean, presumably, <clears throat> there has to be some sort of continuity. You put down on the world <clears throat> can be used by other people. Yeah. You and they're not available interact. to you anymore. Right, exactly. Surely. Like, if it's in my inventory, yeah. it's out of your world. Yeah. But if yeah. I put it back onto a world that presumably we share, yeah. then I guess you can pick it back up. I suppose. Exactly. I don't know. They weren't very clear on that. Again, I'm more confused. I did like. Um, we saw some weird stuff about the enemies. So there was some gameplay where it looked like he added his blood to yeah. a boat. Like, um, what are those things that you it swing like, around and they wrap up your legs? Yeah, so it's almost like it was, a, it was a weapon. If you imagine like a long string, but with like two balls at the end. So and if you was to fire it at someone and it was to like so go ra- so wrap around the balls, pole. And then it was to like... A big go, shaft go, type So you got thing. the balls and then it goes, you right. shoot it. Right? Exactly like that. Like the, that yeah. And the balls on the end. Right, that's and they, it. the balls wrap around. Wrap around the guy. And the, it's just standing there. Basically, straight like that. It's like that and the balls are on the side. There you go, okay, that's got right, got yeah. Got so it was like a weapon like that, basically, where... It was ineffective to those BT things that float in the sky and the yeah. things that want to kill you. But somehow when you add your blood to it or add a blood pack to it... Then it could it could affect them. Affect them it somehow. Was, it was quite bizarre. And it was like he shot it into the sky and then those things would get wrapped yeah. up and disappear. And that was that. It was bizarre. During that scene while they were showing off that gun, they were sort of like... It looked scripted. Like they wanted to do this yeah, so you could course. show the next bit. The BT then comes through the ground. You've seen it in many of the trailers where the ground is like almost like tar. Yeah. And you get sucked in by these like beings that pull you down into this world. It's into like a, it's sort of like a scary tar version of a Pokemon battle. You know, when you go through the long grass and basically set to a a separate new stage. Yeah. But a lot scarier, like you said. Right. And in that world, you, in this world anyway, you get taken to what looks like, what I can only describe as sort of like a dark soul slash bloodborne type 
enemy. Yeah, I feel that. You've got like an enemy and he was like a dog character with like yeah, tentacles. Yeah, a laser dog, basically. Laser dog with tentacles. Yeah. And you would have to fight him in order to escape this. There were the a couple of cool mechanics in that. I like that. Exactly. It was all covered in tar and there were some buildings, there were some obstacles you can hide behind and stuff. Yeah, and then the so, cool mechanics so, you were saying. So the tar is, you can... Was he walking on it or swimming in it? I can't quite I think remember. He was walk- I think he was walking, but it was very slow. And then when he got right. to cars and so, stuff, you so could get from. that's the thing. So there were like car. There was a van, for example, that yeah. was almost entirely submerged. But he's walking like, um, you know, you ever walked and your like feet are stuck in mud and you feel like you're gonna pull your shoe off every time. Yeah. It's like that, sort of up to his knees. Yeah. But then there's vans completely sunk in it. Yeah. And he he could stand on them and they would sort of like bob and and float. And then there are also buildings in this like weird Pokemon battle stage. Yeah. And when we say buildings, they're also submerged. So there is yeah. a ground, but not the same ground as like the cars and, and the... And they look, the they're apocalypse buildings. <clears throat> like they've been... The windows are broken and they're breaking yeah. down and stuff. But so there was a scene where he climbed up on it and yeah. the dog, the laser Medusa dog... Yeah. Right? <laughs> that, would, that couldn't get him... Uh, did something which I liked, which was quite cool, where it like attacked the building, yes. and then the building broke and crumbled and sunk, and then it could get back at us, yeah. which is an interesting mechanic, and I did notice the one bit that I did catch was, uh, it was quite a tough fight, and Hajima went, oh yeah, uh, so we won that, but luckily that's not a very strong enemy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God <it's> gonna... <laughs> Why? <laughs> I know. The, the other thing is, it didn't seem obvious if that was a boss or not. It did look like a boss compared to the other BTs that we had seen. However, like we weren't at a clear, obvious like boss fight. We hadn't built our yeah. way up to anything. It just seemed that if you get caught... I got the impression that it was just that I think yeah. what you was just about to say, that if you got caught, this is a way for you to not completely die or go to... Right, yeah. Even though there's not... He said in an interview yeah. that he's, there's not going to be any traditional game over screens... Yeah. But something will happen if you a way for you to get back into the yeah. world, I guess. You defeat this thing. And again, you have to attack it with blood bombs that he was throwing and whatnot. Like, All of this sounds really weird, like, by the Kojima's, way, because it is. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it seems to me like it was Kojima's take on... You know in some games where like you're playing through the story and you get downed. If you kill an enemy, you get back up. That kind of deal. Yes. It was Kojima's version of that, which is, oh, you, you got taken out. But luckily, if you fight this super hard tar boss... Yeah. Laser dog Medusa head thing. Of course, yeah. Uh, then you can come back and play and just don't get done over again. Oh, by the way, that wasn't the boss. By the way, that wasn't the boss. No, yeah. no. It. I'm still. I'm more confused than ever. I'm still super interested. Yes, I am very interested as well. We didn't. They didn't have any. Um... There was no real story. We, <coughs> there is a story apparently. Yes, apparently we think, we there hope. is some sort of story. Uh, we didn't get to see any of it from this, but no. we got to see some interesting mechanics. Like we said in that boss fight yeah uh being able to get on top of buildings get behind stuff and whatnot having to destroy these bt enemies with blood weapons that was an interesting thing to find out um how the environment can work for you and against you depending on what type of animal and that's the thing as well is does that yeah we don't know if if the environment uh the destructible environment that can work against or for you is that just in like the you died, don't die again Pokemon fight? I, or is that in the thing? I would imagine because it was like, it breaks the laws of physics, right? It then does. again, 
we're in a world where rain makes you age and deteriorates your boots yeah. and you uh, you have floating uh, backpacks and whatnot that follow you around. That was and cool. Electrical and then you can skateboard. Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. That Skateboards. Cool. Electrical Tesla towers that charge your legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in a very weird world. I also yeah. noticed that thing that tracks the BTs, it waved. Yeah. T- yeah, it does weird stuff where and it claps. And, and we have a baby in a, in a bottle in front of you. So this is a weird world. It's it's strange. It's um. But it did seem like when you get dragged out into the BT world, I'm gonna call it. Yeah. It seemed like that was the only place that the destructible environment would happen. It did look that way. But then again, the whole <coughs> game, the beginning of the game was based on you can place these ladders to overcome the environment, and you know, so it, mm-hmm. it's tough. It's so weird. I. I kind of have to play it. You have to. I'm not even sure if I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. I'm actually pretty sure by the look of it, it's not my kind of game. Really? I just really need to know. Uh, now, I, and and I'm worried that at the end of it, I'm just going to go, Kojima's a knob. <laughs> he thinks he's too good at gaming. You know, he thinks he's too good and it, this is just crap. Oh, I'm worried man. by have to play it probably twice you have to do it probably it's a bit like twice. you know when the matrix first came out yeah i watched it first time and i was young and naive and i, I didn't know, know about movies i was like what the fuck is this yeah, yeah. and then i watched it again and again and i was like i'm getting it now okay I th- yeah. i'm getting it now. about the 10th time you're like oh so that's the oh thing. he's it's a program oh <laughs> spoiler alert by the way i don't know you want to spoil the matrix for you Tell her, you know, you, you think you're joking, but it took me about three or four times to watch it to realise that their training on the ship isn't in the Matrix. It's their own little program. <laughs> and I was program. Like, how are they getting away with this? They're in the Matrix. Why are they not being yeah, taken out like, now? The number of times, at, you know, the end stuff, I'm like, why don't they just do all the stuff they did before, like with the chick in the red dress, just affect the Matrix? Right, just freeze everything. Yeah, this and film's then, but, so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little bit off topic. We might have it. Yeah. Um, so it was... Eye-opening? Is that the word you want to use? What you, which we, it was it, something. It was something. It was something. I'm going to give you that, Kojima. It was um, something. He is actually coming to the UK on the 2nd of November. Great, so should we learn Japanese and interview him? Do you know what? I was I was genuinely, I was thinking about it. I was like, if I was to go there, I would like to say, you know, thank oh, you for Oh, Kojima-san. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be rude, but I want to be like, oh, I would like to learn something. But I don't want to say, oh, thank you for your work, because then he might think I'm Japanese. And then he might go say something afterwards like, oh, thank you very much for you. Thank you for coming here and whatnot. Did you really like it? Are you really looking forward to it? And I'll just be like, so I'd have to learn something like, I only know these next few words. I learned it specifically for you. Thank you for your work. Yeah. And then I'll just, I don't know Japanese. (laughs) Hey Siri, how do you say, bitch, you crazy in Japanese? Konoksona. All right, I've learned that. Okay, Kojima. Kojima, we're coming for you. Oh, bro, that was um, that was an interesting one. That was an interesting one. I um, I did. I'm thankful that we went for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, glad it wasn't a it. huge line in order to get in there. It, it was wasn't okay. when we got there. Yeah, when we got there, we was like that was our first thing we went to. Um, because I would have been like, motherfucker, we waited like an hour and a half just to be just to be more confused. What the hell, bro? <laughs> I. We know we get. Right. Yes. We know we get. Already pre-ordered the baby edition. I'm gonna be hugging that baby on day one. I'm gonna. Go, so there was a, a like a life-size Norman <coughs> Regis there in his full kit. That mm. baby is creepier than I thought it would be. I was like, ah, oh, it's just a, a you know one of those weird babies in the game. It won't be too big a deal. The actual thing, weird. It's something about it. Its forehead is just slightly overlarged, and then its body is obviously small because it's a baby and it's still in the womb technically. And you're like, 
nah, I don't want to see that in like a dark and room also, with lightning. That's something, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is you can like interact with, you know when you had like Pokemon Yellow and the Pikachu followed you and yeah. you could make sure it was happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could do that with the BB. Yep, 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 yep. That's not okay. Yeah, it's something really weird about I that. I feel like, I, f- I felt like going into it, okay, the BBs are like a tool. They're yep. like a, a clone tool and um, it, it's just a bit weird. Yeah. But the fact that you can like, that they can like sort of somewhat communicate with you and dance and show they're happy. That's just so weird. Very so weird. Ooh. Weird. Anyway, this game comes out not long now, actually, the 8th of November yeah. uh, in next month. And we're coming up to the end of the month anyway. Um, I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah. Again, this is going to be a Marmite game. I can see I it. People, agree, 100%. people being 10 out of 10. Kojima did it again, guys. <laughs> 2 out of 10. 2 out of this 10. This guy needs to lay off the acid. Really get off that shit. <laughs> I think oh, officially, <coughs> I'd say, is it fair to say Conversations rates this as a weird out of 10? A weird out of 10, that is definitely yeah. our rating right there. That's put that on the box, Kojima, put that on the box. I would say at this point, if you're not sure about this game, let us or maybe someone that's good at games journalism play it first. Yes, I was going to say, you ask for yeah, yourself. No, we'll Brilliant. play it first, but... but maybe if you have a budget like I have a budget for games yeah. which don't include the uh, collect editions which I'm trying my best I'm so tempted by that Doom <laughs> I am so tempted by that Doom helmet we saw one at EGX and oh it god beautiful. it is good but if you have a games budget <coughs> this might be one to wait on or maybe pick up second hand especially because there's a lot of great games coming out there Pokemon's are a lot. coming out uh, at the end of the thing uh, end of the month Luigi's Mansion's coming Luigi's- out uh, Talking about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Switch Order. Games, we played The Witcher on Switch and actually surprisingly good. Great. A great game to play on the go. If you're a commuter, great game. Yeah, great it, game. Much better than I thought yeah. it would be. Much better. Anyway, that's everything that we've got to talk about Death Stranding. We hope it was enlightening. We hope that you are now filled with all the information that you need to make an educated decision on this game. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. We'll I'll see you, see you too, one. bro. Thank you.